1: This is ContactTalkRadio.com, consciousness in action, and you are
0: taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio and on TuneIn.com, Eng FM, and UpSnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to Carpe Diem with your host Lisa McDonald. My mama told me when I was young, we Good morning, everybody. Thank you so very much for joining me, rejoining me here once again on this lovely Friday morning. I am your host, Lisa McDonald. This is my show Carpe Diem. And we are live with the Contact Talk Radio Network. Listenership spans to 145 countries. 220 TV radio terrestrial satellites and the potential for millions of iTunes downloads. So once again, I have been blessed with a phenomenal speaker guest today. Uh, this is a gentleman by the name of Billy Cox, who is known throughout the world for many things, uh, primarily his excellent, phenomenal, positive attitude. And uh, this has been about six months in the works trying to get this arranged, so I'm very grateful once again to Billy Cox for taking time out of his busy schedule and day to join us all here live with the Contact Talk Radio Network. And what I'm going to do, as I always do before I turn it over to unscripted dialogue with my guest, is I'm just going to plug a little bit about my guest Billy Cox today, given the fact that the show is so far-reaching. So who is Billy Cox? Well keynote speaker author and sales trainer billy cox is inspiring today's achievers to dream big take action and get results billy's real world experience in sales teamwork leadership and life skills along with his true down-to-earth style help him immediately connect with audiences globally billy cox has truly lived what he speaks starting at the age of 17 as a part-time salesperson he worked his way to the top of every sales and management level By age 30, he was a self-made millionaire. By age 32, Billy became president of one of the nation's leading direct sales companies. When Billy took over as president, sales were in a slump and down almost 50%. In less than three years, he and his team had turned the company around. It was a tremendous challenge, but with strong vision and teamwork, they eventually achieved record-breaking sales. Under Billy's leadership, the companies experienced the best decade in their 40-year history and reestablished themselves as a dominant, incredible force within their industry. Billy was also at the forefront of several successful and revolutionary product launches that have the potential to springboard the company's success even further. Billy is the best-selling author of You Gotta Get in the Game, The All-Star Sales Book, and The Dream Book. He has participated in dozens of television interviews, including Fox and Friends and hundreds of radio shows. He has been featured in major media publications such as the Wall Street Journal and Selling Power Live. Billy is undeniably one of today's leading authorities on the power of human potential and an expert on the mental aspects of winning. He recently accepted a position on the board of directors for one of his heroes and mentors, motivational speaker Zig Ziglar and Ziglar Corp. A partial list of Billy's clients' list includes FedEx, Century 21, Aflac, Delta Dental, Hertz, Nink, Inc., Nike Incorporated, U.S. Government, Xerox Corporation, Keller Williams, Konica Minolta, and the list goes on. So, Billy, what a phenomenal repertoire. Congratulations on all your success and accolades.
1: Well, thank you, Lisa, first of all, for the, just that uh, wonderful introduction, and um I just want to tell you that I'm excited to be here on the show today, Today, and together we're going to figure out some new ways to help people just take their business and their life to an all-new level and have to experience not only the results they want, but some of the joy and some of the satisfaction that goes along with it. And I just want to ask everyone out there, you know, wouldn't it be really nice to be in a place where you felt like that your life had such incredible strength and purpose and and power that really whatever it is you wanted, whatever goal that you had. I know we all have big goals and big dreams that we're seeking, but whatever goal you had, you have a real plan to make it happen. Well, I can tell you that there's patterns for success and there's patterns for failure, and there's small things, the little things we do on a daily basis that are going to lead to staggering differences in results. So my goal and my hope today in the next 30, 45 minutes is to share some nuggets, some, some power thoughts, and some strategies and techniques that can help people realize their goals and dreams at a much uh, faster speed and precision than they ever dreamed possible.
0: Fantastic. How lovely. Thank you so much, Billy. Well, what I would like to first start ask, what I always start uh, that I'm always interested in is I like to go back to the inception of the journey of my guests. Before they became household, in some cases, with some of the guests I've been blessed to have, I've been blessed with all kinds of guests, uh, whether they've been household recognizable or not. Um, but what I would like to know from you as I'm sure my listeners would too Billy is you know when did this all truly begin for you in terms of your vision getting on the right path the momentum and taking it to the level that it now is at today how did you get there
1: Well I could make a super long story and story short with a lot of okay. ups and downs <laughs> and challenges and obviously you know success um, you know is is not easy it's absolutely hard and anybody that says it's easy has never really lived on easy street but the reality is it's hard, but it's also possible. I started in sales and marketing at an early age. I started at 17 years old, went through a lot of ups and downs. Uh, I won't bore everyone with all the details, but the reality is I had a new child on the way, um, uh, You know, an apartment that um, was three months behind on rent, and I went out one morning to get my car, and my car was gone. And um, it wasn't stolen. I called the police, and they said, um, we don't have any reports of, of cars stolen in your area. They said, have you um, paid your bill? Said, oh, you gotta pay your bills. So the reality is is I was able I went out that day and I made a decision. It was one of the turning points. And each of us have different times in our life where we have turning points and we have decisions that make a big difference. And I got it I was at a point where I said I never wanna be in this position again. And I made a decision that I was never gonna be there again. I went out that day, I was in direct sales, I made three sales. I actually borrowed a car from someone else. I hawk some jewelry to buy some inventory, and I went out and made three sales that day, made enough money to get my car um, out of hock and to pay my rent, and I've never been broke since that day. i been through lots of ups and downs. There were lots of things that made a difference in my life, but the reality is is within a few years after that, I was debt free. I'd set a, a, a stack of goals, and every single goal that I said I'd hit, and I'd um, uh, made and saved uh, well over a million dollars a few years later. And um, there's been lots of challenges, lots of setbacks, ups and downs since then, but that's how it all began.
0: Wow. Well, you've hit upon a couple of things that often comes up as a general theme uh, in my radio program with all the guests that I've had. And, you know, for anybody who has risen to the ranks of accomplishing what it is that is personally important to them, you know, that they feel is their life's purpose, whatever their ambitions, whatever their goals, you know, two things that come out of that. One... No coincidence that for many of my guests, and myself included here, you know, when you reach the depths of whatever your personal hell is, whatever your devastation, whatever your misfortune, you know, you have two choices as to what you do. You sit there, you dwell, uh, you become a victim in your life, or you set very clearly some non-negotiables okay this is not on anymore i choose not to live this way this is not why i'm here and you just incrementally take those steps necessary to rise in the ranks of where you feel you deserve to be and i believe that's our fundamental birthright and the other thing that you said which uh again not unlike many of the guests that i've said which is very true is you know these things don't happen overnight and yes success is a very hard thing to come by uh but if you're motivated and if you get very clear on what it is you set your intentions on and you manifest you you establish that as uh ingrained in your dna then there's only one way to go and eventually you're going to get there but yes it's not without setbacks it's not without disappointment it's not without a lot of hardships that people don't necessarily understand or glean behind the scenes. So I appreciate you keeping that message real and reinforcing that because that's something that people have to remember. Things aren't going to necessarily happen overnight, but if you're committed and you're motivated, you will definitely aspire to get there. So thank you once again for reaffirming that message, Billy.
1: Yeah, and absolutely. The reality is it's what we do every day that leads us to who or what we will be someday. So it's the little things that you do on a daily basis that are going to lead eventually to the big, giant differences in results. But the reality is is we can't just sit around and talk about it. We've got to take action. Every mm-hmm. single day, we all make decisions, but most people make the decisions and they say, I'm going to do it, that's it, no matter what. And. But the reality is they don't really put an exclamation part, point on it. They don't really get up and take the action the next day that's going to lead them to the results that they desire. But, the, but no matter what your goal or dream or vision is, you've got to take action. And if you'll take action, action is going to lead you to some results. Those results aren't always going to be the results you want. But if you learn from even the mistakes and you don't make them again – Then in turn, you cross that off and you say that didn't work and you continue to take action. Eventually, you make better decisions and you start to um, get um, clarity, which becomes the antidote to anxiety, and you're focused on your goals and dreams. You take action. It will lead you to results. Results are going to give you some success. Success will give you the confidence that you need to take more action and then the cycle will continue. And most people don't take action because lack of confidence or fear, fear of success, fear of the unknown, fear of the peers, fear that it won't work. all of these different fears that chain us up, uh, they hold us back, they bind us and they keep us from breaking out into that rare air of success, into that next level of really what is the unknown, but the next level that's going to take us and move us closer to the goals and dreams and vision that we have for our life.
0: Beautiful absolutely beautiful. And for what you may not know about me, uh, I'm going through a rebranding process. And it's my my brand is Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. And, um, you know, y- everything you said is uh, encompasses everything I truly believe. And to the degree that I feel that I legitimately walk my talk every single day, because I just think, you know, y- you can't establish or achieve or obtain what it is that you identify as being fundamentally important to you, unless, as you said, you take massive action and it becomes incorporated into your daily habits, your daily patterns, your daily rituals. So, what are some of your rituals? What are some of your mantras? And, what-
1: and, and might I say, massive focused action? Because yes. you see so many people running east looking for the sunset and they keep running and they keep running and they're running. And you want to go, hey, stop! Success is the other way. <laughs> So the reality is you've got to know exactly what it is you want some of the fundamental things are number one you got to get clear get clear about what get clear about what it is you want get some goals and dreams and visions most people do not have a clear goal or a clear dream or, or some or a clear vision for their life and therefore they run around aimlessly and they live groundhog day over and over and over again and they wonder what's going on why am i living this same year and then they get in complacency and the worst place to be and, and I wish everybody was writing some of these things down as we're sharing. And I hope everybody out there has a pen and paper because we're going to throw you some power nuggets and things that will really make a difference in your life. But the reality is, is, is that you just got to get that super clarity on where it is you want to go. You've got to get tunnel vision, and you're going to get knocked off course. You're going to have days that are bad days. But if you've got the goal and the dream and vision in front of you, then in turn, it's easy to pull yourself right back on course and eventually you wind up at at that ultimate destination. Um, As my mentor, Zig Ziglar, always said, you go as far as you can see. We cannot always see the destination, but we go as far as we can see, and when we get there, we will see further. And then as we move along this journey in life, we realize that how we handle the journey will determine Destination and the destination continues to usually change as we get there. We can always see further, we can always see something bigger and better. And we have to remember that yesterday's world records are today's entry level requirements. I would tell wow. you, so yesterday's world records are today's entry level requirements. If we're not constantly improving, if we're not expanding by demand, if we're not expanding our game. If we're not thinking about tomorrow's game today, if we're if we're playing by today's rules, we're never going to win tomorrow's game. We got to be thinking about tomorrow's game. You know, uh, there, there's a saying: if you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to always get what you always got. When I'm in an audience, I tell everybody: say not true, because that's the most untrue statement there is today. We're in a different world. If we keep doing what we've always done, we won't even get what we've always got. We've got to constantly be changing, upgrading, and expanding. And moving forward with that next-level thinking, so next-level results always begin with next-level thinking. You ask me for a couple of power things in my daily ritual. I get up every morning. I spend five or ten minutes just in a, you know, just sort of a meditation, a visualization zone while my mind is in sort of a, um, while i am got my subconscious mind still engaged, I kind of picture the day, visualize the day the way that I want it. i uh, I constantly, and I learned this from Brian Tracy, who's also um, been a mentor and and, and a friend and just someone that I've always studied and looked up to, but I, I write down at least my top five goals that I have every single day. And another thing, he didn't tell me this, but I do, because I know this, you cannot have a bad attitude. Zig taught me this, you can't have a bad attitude if you have an attitude of gratitude. And yes. so I learned to write. So, so there's no way to be grateful and have a bad attitude at the same time. So I make myself intentionally. You got to be intentional. Everybody should mm-hmm. write this down. Do it, whether you feel like it or not. Be intentional. I write down at least five to twenty things that I'm grateful for. Whether it's my business, whether it's my coworkers, whether it's my family, whether it's my health, whether it's my, whether it's my wealth, all all the different areas of my life. I write down the things that I am grateful for, and I read those things, and I visualize them, I internalize them, I bring them inside of my body, and then in turn, what goes on inside is projected outwardly. So we bring it in, we feed our mind with the good, clean, pure, powerful, and positive, and we are going to experience good, powerful, positive results.
0: Love it. Absolutely love I it. A lot,
1: I have a lot more, but they're just, you know, just throwing a few things out at you at a time.
0: Well, they're very profound and they speak to me. Energetically, you and I are operating in the same sphere and I do the same types of things. Uh, not every day, although I do express gratitude, whether it's hashtagging everything I put up. Uh, you know, I take nothing for granted. I'm all about gratitude and everything that's birthed out of my journey, my vision comes from a state of gratitude. So I hear you on that one, Billy. Um, <clears throat> you know, as an entrepreneur, as a self-made um, successful man, you know, obviously you're a visionary. Obviously you're a manifester. You know, what else are you hungry to accomplish? What else do you want to have uh, as part of your daily life? What do you envision for yourself?
1: Well, you know, one of the things that, that Zig said, and I, I'm more at a point in my life, early in life it's all about getting and going and doing and making things happen and just moving at such a nano speed. But, you know, frankly, um, part of my goal is truly is, is to pace the race. mm mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and, and enjoy the moments. Collect moments, not things. I, mean, I challenge everybody to write that thing, write that down. Collect moments, not things. Mm-hmm. Check off some of the things that, that you want to do on your bucket list. Make it not all about money. Um, you know, the, I, I've found if you do the other things, money will come. And your biggest obstacle to money and making money and getting in the million-dollar club, my biggest obstacle for, you know, for several years to, to get into that was myself. Once you get in there, you realize that, hey, it's not that hard. Money comes if you do the other things. If you do the little things that you should do, then um, um, even when you don't want to do them, then you can always get the big things that you want whenever you want to do them. So we do the little things others want on a daily basis to have the big things that others don't. Um, I have a new book coming out. I've written several books already You know that you talked about earlier in the past. I have a new book. It's over tomorrow's game. It's about leadership vision, how to see what others can't, make it where others miss, and to um, stay ahead of the game. I mm-hmm. want to stay ahead of the game personally. I want to stay ahead of the game professionally. I don't want to forget what brought me to the game, but also know what brought me here is not going to take me there. So what got you to where you are today is not what's going to get you to where you want to get tomorrow. So I want to you know, just challenge everyone. You know, never get complacent. Do new things. Step out of the box. Um, You know, we we wind up getting caught up into every day we get up in our, um, you know, box bedroom. We got our, uh, you know, box phone beside us. We go in and get our uh, cereal out of the box or we get into our box car. We go towards our box office. We stop off at at Jack in the Box or we get us a Starbucks. (laughs) I (laughs) always tell everybody to get a kick out of that. We grab us a, a Starbucks and, um, we get on to – and then uh, a few minutes later, we on our box phone, and then we get to the office, and we get on, on Facebook, and n- nothing wrong with that. <laughs> technology te- – te- you know, I'm on there too, so technology should improve your life, though. It should not become your life, and then, then we get out, and we go for lunch, and we go get us a box lunch, and we come back to our box office, and we check again on our inbox from our, you know, emails, and then we, you know, re- reply to those, and then we get back home and put our car back in our box garage, and get on our back home, and turn on our box TV, and then we watch our box TV for a while, and we go, man, I'm tired and drained, and then, you know, then, then, you know, it's time to go back to our box bedroom, to our box bed, we check all our, few other box messages before we sign off again, and we get in that routine, it's easy to get stuck in that, so I challenge you to break out of the box, do something new, take a different route. Um, just start doing some different things and, and make it a goal to intentionally do something today that you've never done before. And so I've just continued to add to my bucket list of things and, and my wife and, and my family, we continue to add to our bucket list of the things we want to do. I want to pace the race. Yes, you know what I want to do? My goal is to, I want to finish the race. And I want to finish strong. And if I'm the race, I know that I've got to pace the race. And that means I'm going to do something every day that leads me towards my goals and dreams personally but also that leads me towards my goals and dreams professionally. And it also leads me towards my goals and dreams as far as the health and things that, that I also want to have and create those magic moments with my friends, with my family, with my coworkers, with my team, and also um, sharing some things with people on a global basis that's going to make a difference and impact their business or life in a special way.
0: Fantastic. I love that expression, pace the race, because, you uh you know, that's just so grounding, you know. I For what that is, in, in three simple words, you know, it is so grounding and so profound and a really good reminder for me personally, so I appreciate you saying that. Um, you know, I want to go back to what you said uh, moments ago uh, because we often do times talk about authentic leadership. I mean, the this network and my host show, it's all about – relinquishing fear, embracing passions, uh, living your most authentic life, and it truly is about leadership. I've had phenomenal leaders on the show. So in the culture that we exist in currently where we see what's happening with the political climate, when we see what's happening with what people would still argue in terms of what's happening with our environment and all these things where we're seeing a lot of strife and we're seeing a lot of uh, escalated violence uh, in all pockets of the world now, um, you know, what 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 do you define or what do you see as lacking in leadership? You know, what do you attribute that to, and and what do you think we need to do as a society, as a culture, to get back on track with what truly leadership is all about, what it embodies, and what it embraces, and what it signifies?
1: Well, I see a real challenge in, in a couple of areas. I, I see a, a challenge. You know, number one, just in in the the, the true character. You know, just being honest and. I always say that you you know you can't go wrong um, doing what's right, and but the reality is is as I look out there on the on the global scene, you never know what to believe, and you never really know you know what not to believe. I think people are looking for something to believe in. They're obviously looking for hope, but they really want to be able to trust someone, you know whether it's a, a political leader or whether it's um, a, a leader within your organization, and I don't believe leadership is based on a title or position. Leadership is based on the decisions you make and the actions that you take on a daily basis. And if you always you know, put yourself in the other person's posi- position before you make a leadership decision. I'll say it again. Put yourself in the other person's position before you make a leadership decision. But what I see... What I see out there is also I see an, a, a, a sense of entitlement. There's so many people out there today that just really feel entitled to something, and then I see so many people that just want to they want to cater to that because maybe they want to vote, or they want to cater to that because they feel like as a leader I need I need to cater. I've learned this: you've got to be able to say no, in order to experience a bigger yes. So there's so many things I have to say no to today in mm-hmm. order. Uh, for the greater good or for the bigger yes tomorrow. And I see so many leaders that won't say no. They go to this group and they tell them this thing. They go to another group and they tell them this thing. They go to another group and they tell them this thing. And I really believe that somewhere, someplace, sometime, you have to plant your feet, make a stand. And as Pat Riley once said, plant your feet, make a stand. And when that time comes, you just do it. And I see so many people that they just don't make that stand. So as a leader, you just really have to decide, Where do I stand? And then you make that stand. And then you project it out through vision. You project it out through what what Ziegler talked about, helping other people get what they want. You get everything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. You figure out what are the goals and dreams that the people that are around you, the people on your team, want to accomplish. What are the goals and dreams that you have for your team? And this doesn't matter whether it's globally or whether it's in your family or whether it's in your um, you know, a, a small group of team at, at work or church or, uh, you know, or just in, in a, a charitable organization or whatever it is. You find out what it is that the, the vision of the company, then you help people with inside of there, you know, rise up and become leaders. You empower leaders. And again, next level leadership always begins with next-level thinking. So I try to help and empower leaders to develop next-level thinking. And if they will develop next-level thinking, they will back it up with next-level actions. If they will decide where it is they stand and then plant their feet firm, make a stand. If you make the wrong decision and you know you're wrong, apologize. Let people know you're wrong. The best thing a leader can have is be a servant leader. If you're a servant leader, then you have humility. If you're a servant leader, you want feedback from those under you. I can tell you this. There's too many leaders today that it's my way or the highway. Yet on the other hand, there's so many people that are rising up, the millennials, the next generation. They should be listening more than they're talking. So you've also got to keep your ear to the ground. You've got to be listening constantly to what people want. How can you help them achieve their goals and dreams, and still still keep your character, keep your integrity, be honest, be truthful, um, and develop that trust, build relationships. Those relationships are the things that's going to keep you, uh, uh, that's going to to keep you in the game. Those relationships are something that can last literally for years to come, and should last for a lifetime. Build those relationships, as strong leaders. Build those relationships based on trust. Mutual respect and integrity, and when you have all of that, along with the the big word that nobody wants to talk about anymore, loyalty. Mm-hmm. You have, and you mix that loyalty into there, and loyalty is a two-way street. It works both ways. People loyal to you, you're loyal to them. And you know, and uh, you know, there's there's a saying basically: if you aren't there with, with me during my struggles, don't expect me to be there with me during my successes.
0: Absolutely. Be true to those that are there with you
1: during your struggles. We're also going to have struggles. Life's challenges can either make you or break you. Let them make you, and be. But also remember those that helped you get to the top, and, and always, um, always um, reciprocate what's been given to you.
0: Wonderful. Well, let me ask you this then, Billy. As a leader. Uh, to the degree that you feel comfortable and you can talk in generic terms, but what do you feel as a leader within your career path uh, has been the most difficult, challenging decision you've ever had to make as a leader?
1: Well, I mean, you know, leadership decisions are always difficult. So I don't know if there's actually, you know, any one decision that I could rank up there. But I will tell you that I've had times whenever, um, you know, I've I've worked with um, uh, groups and organizations for for a long time. And even though I had people that were very close to me with inside of the organization, I didn't like the direction that the leadership was going. And I had to plant my feet and make a stand, and it came to either, um, you know, either we're we're going this way or else um, I'm going to, basically, um, you know, be out of here. And I've had to, you know, something that I dedicated, at one time something I dedicated a big part of my life to. I had to make a decision that I was not going to be a part of that anymore because I felt like that it wasn't going in the right direction. And in turn, um, it was very hard. It was a super difficult time because I had so many connections and friends and uh, people that were involved within, um, within that organization. And yet, on the other hand, it turned out later on to be the absolute best decision, period, that I've ever made in my life. So even though it may seem dark today, even though the decisions may be very hard, you've got to check your heart. You've got to go inside what's absolutely right. You've got to do a personal analysis of where do I stand on these certain issues. And then, you can't, then don't compromise that, even if it means losing money, even if it means today, it may it may it may set you back, but those setbacks usually lead up to something stronger, which is a comeback. And those and that victim mentality, we can't run around with that. We develop a victor mentality, and we just practice the things that I talked to you about earlier, you know, and was sharing with you earlier. Do those things every single day, and I can tell you that. You make the right decisions, and if you make the right choices based on your heart, based on your consciousness, based on what you believe is right, then in the end, it will all come out bigger, better, and just absolutely stronger than you ever even dreamt possible today. So in the tough times, you just literally just kind of just, you know, hold it in your heart, and in the good times, you're just grateful that you have those good times, and you appreciate it and enjoy the magic of the moment
0: absolutely beautiful well let me get your take on this this is something i often talk about with guests as well billy so i'd be interested to know your insights and perspective on this so as a leader you know somebody who's truly authentically walking their talk somebody who really as you say is focused in their massive action taking every single day and in their gratitude so you know in discussing uh subject matters with guests you know it can be a very isolating world being entrepreneurial can be very isolating and we all know that as part of the human condition, unfortunately, you know, people tend to still, unfortunately, gravitate towards negativity. So if people see that you're in the shits, uh-huh. and, you know, you're plummeted or you're at your lowest, by comparison, because everything is a mirror image effect and when people, you know, and people still externalize. Uh, their existence. So, if somebody else is doing better than them perceivably, uh, then there's something wrong with them. If somebody else is not faring very well uh, at that particular time in their juncture, then it makes them feel perhaps better as the observer because it ranks them a little bit. Like, well, I guess I guess I'm not doing all that bad because I could be Lisa McDonald over there, just to to plug in a name. So, can,
1: can, can I jump in a second just because I'm sure. ADC? Yeah, you know it's interesting that you know so many people will call you to check on you, hoping you're not doing well, um, to make sure and and hoping that they're doing better than you are.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so my uh, question my question to you is. In the tapestry of your journey, in the ways in which you continually choose to rise and it be a concerted decision and choice every single day that you take massive action on, as you continue to climb the ranks with what you choose to obtain and achieve in your own life and to be the hero, shero leader in your own life, have you seen the face of your so-called supporters start to change or dissipate?
1: Ask me that again. At the end?
0: Yeah, so have you have you noticed as a result of your uh elevation in your, your journey, the tapestry of your life, have you started to see as oftentimes people do talk about as being part of the human condition, unfortunately. The more successful other people perceivably become, sometimes the face of who those initial supporters are, whether it be family, friends, community, it starts to drop off. Because, again, people get stuck in this comparison or it's the, the mirror. Like, Billy's doing extremely well because Billy fundamentally believes in himself. Billy's quite comfortable to take risks every single day and trust in himself that it's all going to work out at the end. So have your, have your supporters in the beginning when Billy wasn't as successful, have you noticed a shift? Have you noticed a change? Have you seen a drop-off of who you thought would be along for the ride from beginning to end?
1: Well, absolutely, and unfortunately, yes. But, and the reality is, though, but that's just a, a general rule of success. It's constant. Um, sometimes people don't even mean it. I don't care whether it's family or people that you consider to be friends or whatever, When you try to st- when you step out, into that rare air of success. When you decide to do something different that's outside of the box, and I mean outside of the box maybe of your peers, the -hmm. people that you hang around, when you start to stretch and you start to grow and you start to do something different, then it actually, you know, other people, number one, if you do succeed, they're afraid that it's going to make them um, make them look bad. On the other hand, there's a, there's a side of them that maybe they feel like they want to protect you from getting hurt because they don't think you're going to make it or whatever. And then when you do make it, they've already went around sometimes, and they've told people, he's not going to make it, and then you do make it. And so then, yes, it, it does happen. We become like the people that we hang around the most. We have to choose our friends and, and peers wisely. I call it positive peer pressure. You know, if you're the smartest person in the room you need to um you know, you need to get a new room. You know, if you're the smartest people to the five people you hang around the most, you need to bring some other people into uh, into your group. And so, like I said, we will become like those people. But the reality is, yes, there's so many people that as you start to grow, yes, there's whether it's friends, whether it's family, where there's, you know, other people, they do kind of gravitate away. But then in turn, as you move and rise up to the rare air, to that thin air of success that's up there, you'll find out a lot of people says, you know, it's only at the top. They'll say it's only at the top, it's crowded at the bottom. But I can also tell you at the top, and I'm definitely not there at the top, and the top, I don't think you ever reach the top. You just continue to, to, you continue to climb. You continue to find, you know, a new level of success of that rare air that you can expand into. But as you continue to go and grow, you just meet so many exciting new people along the journey. There's new people that join the journey along with you, and that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it exciting, and you get people to have common goals and common dreams and people. You hang around people that want to see you do well, And you want to see them do well, and you feed off of each other's success, and there are truly people out there that are like that. But along the way, unfortunately, there are people that don't see that way. And in turn, you have to, you know, I'm not saying you just totally disassociate from them, but I am saying that you don't spend as much time with them. You figure out the people that you're going to spend most of your time with, and you can't hang around too much time with those naysayers and those that say it can't be done. Um, You hang around with the people that have big goals, that have big dreams, that have a big vision. They want to see you do well, and they realize that hey, together we, together we, can do way more than any one person could possibly do by themselves. No great success has ever happened by just one person going out and doing something. It takes a team, it takes a group, it takes a whole organization, a group of people working together in harmony towards a common goal. And when you get a group of people positive powerful people working in harmony towards a common goal there's absolutely zero limit no limitations to what can be done and if you break a new record as you expand to a new height or a new level of success in that rare thin air and it just it just becomes a very uh, exciting journey and it becomes more fun and more exciting each and every day
0: absolutely well said well let me ask you this then um you know some of the people who, you know, come before you, and I don't believe in coincidences, you know, people who maybe don't have the clarity at the time of introduction with you, but they know that they want something more. They want to, you know, shed themselves of the things that they believe have held them back. Maybe they're directionless. Maybe they need a mentor. Maybe they need to just sit in a room and hear you speak for an hour, whatever the case may be. For anybody who has... Surfaced before you who has come from that energetic field uh, or being conflicted. What is the biggest visible breakthrough that you have seen for another individual?
1: The biggest visible breakthrough? You mean where, for, from where someone was to where someone is at? Yes. Today? Yes. Gosh. I mean without without naming names i mean i can tell you that i mean i've seen people that were just literally uh, and and this is not just a few though there's just I, mean, I don't know if i could really narrow it narrow it down to any you know one particular individual i've seen people that have lost their entire family that were down and out that have literally reshaped and and rebuilt their life on on a personal level to where they are experiencing, you know, great joy and, and great fulfillment. Despite their successes, I've seen other people that had everything handed out to them on a silver platter that are really, you know, just, um, you know, in the gutter as far as their thinking, as far as their attitude, as far as where their life is or whatever. And um, I've seen, you know, the same thing in business. I've seen people that have started business after business that have been, you know, bankrupt, you know, numerous times. And then they found one thing. They, they hung in there like what, what Disney did. I'm going to give you on a larger scale that you know he went bankrupt so many times. Over 300 people told him, 300 bankers told him no that Mickey Mouse and this idea was crazy. Mm-hmm. And if he would have stopped at 300, he would have never. Um, there wouldn't be a Disney World. The 301st person said, "Hey, we'll give it a shot." Colonel Sanders was told no over 1,000 times before he. Sold his first piece of Kentucky Fried Chicken. What if he would have stopped at 999? Thomas Edison, before inventing the light bulb, had 9,999 things that didn't work. Sometimes we have to step out to find out. Sometimes we have to find out what don't work in order to find out what does work. I would. T- I just want to challenge everyone out there, and it goes back to your question that you know, that it, it's absolutely hard. That every single, I don't know of one successful person that hadn't been slammed. And I'm talking about beat up bad. I mean, mm-hmm. knocked down, kicked. You always tell people, just land on your back. <laughs> if you can look up, and then actually Les Brown, a good friend of mine, Les Brown, is the one that, that I heard it from. But he said, you land on your back. When when life knocks you down, land on your back. Because if you can look up, you can get up. And I tell them, if you can get up, then you can take a baby step. I and mean, it just really starts with, no matter where you're at, there's, if you'll take one small baby step today and another one tomorrow and another one tomorrow, by the inch, we heard it before, it's a cinch. By the yard, it's hard. By the mile, it's a trial. So take the little small inches each and every day, and they lead up to enormous differences in results. Save your pennies, and then then you'll have dollars. And then take, take your dollars and take care of them, and then you'll have hundreds. And take your hundreds, you'll have thousands. Take your thousands, you'll have hundreds of thousands. Take your hundreds of thousands, you will, it can turn into, into millions. And so, anyway, it, it literally it. leads back to, you know, it goes back to life's challenges. You know, they can make you or break you. The successful people always, always take that challenge and they find a purpose. See, we're all, I I would like for everybody to write this down, but we're all born with a purpose and a passion. But it's not some lightning bolt that just strikes one day. We have to seek out that purpose, and we have to find that passion. And usually within our passion, we're going to find our purpose. And usually within the purpose and the passion usually comes from challenges, and it comes from hardships. It comes from down times. It comes from just getting your butt kicked so many times. It comes from Murphy showing up on your door. (laughs) <laughs> and you have to just kick – you have to kick and, – and everybody may not know what Murphy's Murphy's Law is, but Murphy says <laughs> when you try to step out of your life, anything and everything that can happen to you will happen to you. You make the biggest sale of your life, and you go spend the money, and the contract cancels the next day. And so – or, you know, you, you decide that you're going to do um, – you know, step out in your, in your health or physical fitness, and you, you break your arm, and you go, you know, what happened? Well, these are things, no matter what, and I'm, I'm giving. there's all kind of different skills to challenges, but the reality is, is the most successful people I know, they've experienced so many challenges. They've experienced so many difficult times, and not just once, but at each level. At each level of success, you're going to experience um, challenges. You're going to experience change, and with change, there always comes, comes some conflict. With every change, Murphy shows up and says, you can't do it. And you (laughs) have to get up every day and look in the mirror and go, Murphy, move. You have to wipe off the mirror. You have to put your shoulders back. You have to stick your head up, and you have to say, you know, I'm a positive, goal-oriented person. I absolutely can do it. I will do it. I will not be denied. And then go out there and charge take massive mm-hmm. focus action, and do something every day, little or big, It's going to move you closer to your goals and dreams. That's what the leaders do. That's what every single successful person that I know of has done, and all of them have had their butt kicked way more times than they've had successes. But from all of those down times is where they've learned how to grow and appreciate the up times,
0: And that's Very what makes
1: them successful leaders.
0: Very true. And a couple of things there. So Murphy also goes by the name of Ego, right?
1: Ego. I'm proud.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So Murphy goes by a few different names there, but uh, the same message remains the same. And something that you said uh, very much resonated with me, and I actually incorporated it into my speech. I uh, was very graciously asked to speak at Harvard this summer, and I incorporated something very similar to what you just said minutes ago, Billy, and that was... You know, if you get very clear and you tap into, and not just your own, it starts with your own, because everything in the journey starts initially with yourself before you can be in a position to impart your wisdom or to help other people along the way with their journey, whether you call yourself a coach, a mentor, a speaker, or whatever. And so I said in my speech, if you get very exceptionally clear and you tap into your pain, your pain will be the conduit to your passions, there is, yes, there is no coincidence. One is definitely linked and synced with the other. And so there is nobody who knows better than the journey of, of what they've catapulted out of to Uh, embark upon a new beginning, a rebirth, uh, you know, again, aligning with what you believe your fundamental true purpose and passions are in this life to make it a beautiful, yummy life. And so, you know, there's no coincidence that for the people who have truly risen to the ranks and been top of their game, generally, nine times out of ten, if not ten times out of ten, it's been in direct correlation with the shittiest aspect of their life.
1: (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) You know, and today's challenges lead to tomorrow's champions. Today's down times are where we learn. That's where we regroup. That's where we grow. Life's challenges aren't meant to break us. They're meant to mold us, refine us, and make us into all that we were intended to become. And so while we we challenge people to forget what hurt us in the past. We want to never forget what it taught us. We will never want to forget those last lessons. And those last lessons are what are going to propel us um, to that next level of, of success that we all desire and deserve.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I would like to ask so you this, Billy.
1: You're totally, totally accurate. Always.
0: Yes. Thank it's, you. It's
1: just a rule. If it goes back to patterns, it's just a rule. So, mm-hmm. Whatever downtime there can come an uptime, and usually um, sometimes our greatest breakthroughs are right after our biggest challenges
0: absolutely well, we're not too far off unfortunately, from having to wrap up the show, so I would be interested to know outside of you know people knowing who Billy Cox is uh, from the from the perspective of you know your presence on the stage, the books that you've written. Uh, companies and individuals that you've interfaced with, interviews that you've given to many media corporations and social media outlets. Um, what is it that people might be surprised to actually know about Billy Cox? What is it that perhaps people don't know about you that you would be comfortable I'll to learn, uh,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll answer that question in a second, but I want to finish one more thought on this. Yeah. So I want everybody to write this down. I just want, to, I want everybody to write this down. If you're listening in today, I want you to write down the great things – happen when you get up, dust yourself off, and go after life with determination and courage. Great things happen when you get up, dust yourself off, and go after life with determination and courage. I think that there's a couple of things that most people probably wouldn't know. Number one, I never uh, stepped foot into a college. Um, I'm selfish self-taught. Uh, I feel like I have a multiple college degree and as Zig Ziglar would call it, Audible Bill University. When I'm driving, I'm listening. I'm, putting, I'm feeding my mind with something good. I'm learning. I'm, co- I'm a constant student of the game. And um, so that's just, you know, from a personal perspective, someone may think you have a Harvard degree. I actually did speak at Harvard. I've spoke at Cambridge, I've spoke at, uh, at universities, I've spoke to, you know, billion-dollar um, companies and organizations, yet never had never had a college degree. You don't have to have – it's not about the degree or the title that you have. It's about what you have, the burning desire the passion that you have inside of your heart, the vision that you have for your life, the goals and dreams, the things that you want to achieve, and it's about what you're willing to do you got to be willing to do the things that others want in order to have the things that others don't. You've got to discipline yourself today, and if you'll discipline yourself to do those little things today, then you're going to have all of the big things that, that, that you want tomorrow. I think the other thing that a lot of people don't know is in, in, in 2000, and this is hard to talk about it's challenging, but you know, my wife and I, we had three, three sons, and life was going great, and we wanted a daughter. We had a daughter. And at 10 months and six days old, our daughter passed away. And it was, it was literally the darkest, it was the most challenging, you know, moments of our life. It was a time when you just felt like giving up. And you go, why? You know, we've done all of these things. We feel like we've lived right, we've done right. Uh, we've treated others the way that we wanted to be treated. Why did this happen? And through, through those challenges, you know, you start to question every single thing that's going on around you in your life. But through those challenges also, we were refined, we were molded, and by just a, you might call it a miracle, a blessing, but it was just absolutely amazing. My wife had her tubes tied. We weren't supposed to have more kids. We went through a long story. It's in my book. you got to get in the game. If anybody wants to read it, I won't go through the long story. But less than two years later, our daughter, that was not supposed to happen, who's now four, just turned 14, her name is Destiny, um, was born. And she's been absolutely, you know, just uh, just amazing uh, miracle within our wow. life. Wow. And a lot of people, you know, and and so a lot of people will tell you, ask you, you know, well, would you go back and would you change that? Would you change losing, you know, Skylar, your 10-month-old daughter that was just the love and pride of your life at that time? Would you change those Years of down and don't get me wrong—it's something still that you think about every single day. You never get over it. But the reality is, no, I wouldn't change it because without that, I think the bigger purpose would never happen. So through that pain and struggle, we found another bigger purpose, and in, and at the same time, we uh, two years later, our daughter Destiny, and we—her name is Destiny for a reason. We believe she was destined to be here, and we believe she has great things destined for her life but that um, without that pain and downtime and struggle and without the loss of our daughter Skyler, we wouldn't have destiny and in turn, so no matter what pain, challenges, or difficulties that you're going through, you're gonna have those things. You find the purpose within that and you work on that purpose each and every day and you continue to take those baby steps and through those baby steps, you'll be able to see further and further and um, and continue the journey. I wouldn't have written the, a couple of the books that I've written if that didn't happen. All of those things led to just even a bigger passion to share the story, to get out, to make a difference in those around me and in turn to spread that out globally throughout the nation and uh, and, and throughout the world. But remember, all change starts with you. All change starts within your mind. You can't expect anybody else to change unless you change first. You go through... Do it yourself. You make those positive changes, and there's only two things that you can determine. You can't always control what happens in your life, but what you can control is two things. You control your attitude, and you can control your effort, and that's something that we all need to work on each and every day.
0: Well, Billy, I just want to say that gave me goosebumps. I'm deeply, deeply touched. I want to thank you for being very raw, vulnerable, candid with us, and for sharing that uh, very personal story. So, I want to say love to you and to your wife, and uh, I, I just wish you eternal blessings. I want to thank you for the gift of your time with myself and the listeners here today on this lovely Friday morning with the Contact Talk Radio Network. I uh, look forward to keeping in touch with you behind the scenes, and your birthday is Monday. Is that correct?
1: My birthday is Monday, well, and I want, to lead people with, I want to lead people with one thing. I just want to tell each and every one of you that I believe that inside of you there's an unlimited... God-given potential to be, to do, or have anything that you want inside of your life, but you do have to get clear. You have to decide what it is you want, and you have to be willing to go out and take massive, focused action each and every day until you achieve those results that you desire.
0: Beautiful. Thank you, Beautiful. Well, thank you so very much once again, Billy, for the gift of your time, all your insights. Uh, you know, personal disclosures and just walking your talk and being a a pure example of what it is to aspire and live a life of abundance and to believe in yourself and get yourself there, catapult yourself and climb that mountain. So I want to thank you very much, Billy. Uh, We've got like literally a minute and a half here. So where can can people find you?
1: Well, BillyCox.com. That's pretty easy. So just myname.com. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. We got a great following. A lot of social media things out there at um, at Billy Cox um, Motivation. So you can find us on Facebook. You can find me at billycox.com
0: wonderful well i wish you a spectacular birthday on monday we're facebook friends i'll be reaching out to you enjoy your weekend sounds like you're in for a lovely weekend and i want to thank listeners once again for taking time out of your day for your loyal listenership it's always a pleasure to be here with you on friday for this hour uh to meet and interface with these fantastic guests who always do something offer something bring something contribute something uh to the betterment of my growth personally and professional i'm i'm committed to that every single day uh, no doubt you've gotten a lot out of what billy has offered us here and i hopefully you were taking notes behind the scenes and i just want to wish everybody a yummy weekend i want to thank you again billy and for anybody who has any show topic ideas or would prospectively wish to appear as a guest on my show kindly reach out to me at lisamcdonaldauthor.com or or lisa mcdonald13 at gmail.com and mcdonald is spelled m-c-d-o-n-a-l-d once again wishing everybody a lovely safe healthy beautiful weekend thank you love and gratitude from dundas ontario canada all my best you've been listening to carpe diem with your host lisa mcdonald for more information please go to lisa's website at lisa mcdonald